Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So good to be back online for our midweek meal, so to speak, as we trust God to feed us and lead us so that we are ready for this time in which we live. Hallelujah. Let's worship him who is worthy. Hallelujah. We give you thanks, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. For he alone is worthy. For he alone is worthy. For he alone is worthy. Christ the Lord. We give him all the glory. We give him all the glory. We give him all the glory. Christ the Lord. Hamashere balarandeleste. Ate korosoro dorescendere mandala shante. Oh, we give you thanks. Amatabaroseborosko prosevel de limende. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name. Apacana dralde moravanda riste prala kente. Shembra custo frele pele cente. Tamase coronde. Bralmara zambra la casta braca dala genderesti. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Leprusum alborokuletea. Manakabranda varada paradisto. Mashiparakama sikakama teledoro. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Bruzigo remele brokuzere vindele bokusaramande. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Aparande le crustomos ondoro bukanambra de belvereste beriente. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Atrinende la prosolora gama celebrale boso. Cambre livente repiresi kamasandara barakasantere belveteriesti. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Oh, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Bashepesele prekesele pelte. You're worthy, Lord Jesus. Worthy, worthy, worthy. The head of the church, we lift up your name. Hapa Santa Rabaya. Called by your name, Lord Jesus, we worship you. Krepezentele pokosto krupolode karapaya. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Preselote kapadendo koda kresti. Kabaruko zefrelite broko zambalanje kresti kefelide karapalta. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praseli kotoko repazakatakarabasika. 
We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We open ourselves to you. We trust you. We worship you. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's uh, open up our Bibles today to the book of uh, Hosea. It's a very uh, common scripture, I believe, to most of us. Maybe not all, but to most. And uh, it is important. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we give you chair. And the sixth verse is usually where we park. And it says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. That thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. I will also forget thy children. Very uh, straight and clear kind of declaration and uh, cause-result sort of uh, statement there. His people, notice that, not speaking about others who are not in covenant, but his own people. He said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So you can see that Knowledge is the vital key to uh, life and the fullness of the blessing and the benefits of his peace. And that knowledge has to be respected and received. Otherwise it causes uh, rejection, destruction. Hallelujah. And his people are destroyed because of ignorance. So ignorance is not bliss uh, as you know. People may think, as far as I don't know about it, you know, ha, 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 I can just run around and be happy. But that is actually uh, the cause of destruction. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And uh, an active rejection of it, to despise it, is uh, one of the uh, meanings of it, to despise, to refuse, to reject. But to despise the knowledge of God, especially through his word and through his spirit, is to uh, open ourselves to rejection and destruction. Praise God. Very interesting. And of course, it affects your whole generation. Let's hear this also in Canada, uh, Hebrews 4, 6. Nanna Janaru Tiruvalikea Korate in the Nashawa Gidare, Adakarana Ninu Tiruvalikea no Talibita Darinda, Nanu Sahananage, Yajakanagadante, Nina no Talibidutene, Ninu Nina Devara Nyaya Pramanavanu Maritu Bittidarinda, Nanu Sahanina Makalanu Maritu Biduino. Praise God. So you can tell that the knowledge of God is vital in the covenant benefits being received and all of that goodness, that mercy that is ours, uh, to take advantage of it is required that we uh, fill ourselves with the knowledge of God. Second Peter, 
coming into the new covenant, chapter 1, in the second book of Peter, notice in verse 1, it says, Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us. So he's talking to his own people. Amen. This is the saved ones who have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So this is definitely talking to saved people, people who are in covenant with God. And then he says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. So the saved people are able to multiply, you know, peace, grace, all those wonderful benefits that Jesus paid for through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah. So covenant people, his people, uh, can choose to increase their grace and increase the ability of God, the benefits of God in their life, their peace, their wholeness, their soundness, their prosperity, because peace equals prosperity in God's mind, uh, things restored to their lives, and they can increase that in multiplied uh, folds based on the knowledge. Notice that. According as his divine power has given unto us, all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. You cannot skip the fact that knowledge in these matters is vital and it is the subject of these statements. Praise God. And God says squarely that if you do not have the knowledge of God and of his benefits, you are going to be suffering. Amen. So we're not here just because we have, in quote, nothing better to do and that we just read our Bibles and, you know, give people a lot of stuff to keep reading their Bible and keep them busy, you know, and out of trouble. Not necessarily, but it's God who said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Hallelujah. And therefore, we could say, that there is a multiplication of the benefits of his grace and his blessed prosperity and wholeness as we continue to know and get to be intimate with the knowledge of God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You cannot escape how important it is, how vital it is. Praise God. Verse 3 continues, as his divine power. Glory to God, has given unto us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Notice these things are already given to us. Amen. And it is a matter of knowing that. Because most people wander around here saved without any knowledge of what they have. You know, walking around. Because in the natural, it may look like you have nothing. Meanwhile, everything pertaining to God's life and power have already been given to us, but it is through the knowledge, praise God. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. <laughs> praise the Lord. Everything for your life, everything for life and living 
the full life. When God talks about life, he's talking about the more abundant life. Hallelujah. It's not just a little drop here and there, a trickle here, a trickle there, you know. But the full life, the more abundant life, through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. It's definitely good news. You can see that God's plan for us is good. It is super good. It's too good, in quote, to be true. Hallelujah. But it is through the knowledge. And uh, we have a body to contend with. We have the natural life to deal with. And so there's often a challenge about getting to know and meditate on God when there's so many other distractions. Hallelujah. Let's hear uh, verse 1 to 3 out of 2 Peter chapter 1 also in Kannada. Yesu Christana Dasanu Apostolanu Agiruva Simona Petranu Devara Matu Namma Rakshakanada Yesu Christana Niti in the Namundige Amulia Vada Nambike and Nuhundi the Varige. Devara Vishayavagyu Namma Kattanada Yesu in a Vishayavagyu Paridnana Unimage Untagu Vadarali Krupeu Shantiu Hechechagi Doreli. Tanna Mahimegagiu, Gunati Shev Kagiu, Namanu Karedatana Vishayavada, Parignana, the Mulakavagi, Athana, Deva Shaktiu, Jivaku, Baktigu, Beka, the Dilavuganu, Namage, Deapalisitu. Glory to God. You can have, you know, simple, clear truth in such a way that your life is so founded, so anchored, that you can be immovable, unshakable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Hallelujah. There's a prospect of progress that you can go forward and abound in the things of God. Hallelujah. Instead of actually just drying up and trickling away. Praise God. Notice, for instance, the, the familiar John 10.10 10, where Jesus talks about uh, his life. He says in verse 10, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. Here you have the whole purpose uh, and job description of the thief, whom we can see is another name for the devil. He comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That is his whole purpose. And then on the opposite side, I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. Praise God. Notice that even that kind of statement is so Contrary to natural thinking, people say God did this. It was God's will that somebody should, you know, lose this and pass on and, you know, uh, suffer all of those things. It's God's will. Notice how Jesus said no. Just such a simple line of clarity. It's the devil who comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But that God and Jesus have come to give us life. And life more abundantly to the full till it overflows. Just that knowledge itself is going to be so vital in positioning ourselves to accept certain things and refuse other things. Hallelujah. It's so vital to see that. I'll pick that uh, thought from the Amplified also where it says, uh, The thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Hallelujah. Notice some ingredients are added in there. 
Jesus didn't just get us all of this uh, to say, there it is, you know, this is supposed to be yours, but you're not supposed to enjoy it. But you're supposed to have it and enjoy it. Hallelujah. That they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Hallelujah. It should come to a profuse, overflowing aspect. Not just, there it is, a fairy tale, you know, and you can just look at it, but it's not really to be experienced. It's not really to be enjoyed, but it's just, you know, a wish that it were true, sort of. Here, we see the aspects becoming clearer and clearer. Let's hear John 10.10 also in Canada, if we may. Kalanu Kadukuluvadaku, Kuluvadaku, Hanu Madu Vadaku, Matra Barutane, Horatu Matavadaku, Baruadilla, Nana the Ro Avugadige, Jivavu, Irabek and Talu, Samrudu, Irabek and Talu Bandinu. Hallelujah. There are other versions of uh, this also. He says, He who comes to take away my sheep, this is the easy English. He who comes to take away my sheep comes only to kill them. He who He comes only to destroy. I have come so that they can live, so that they can have everything that they need. Varieties of thinking here, but you can see the thrust is that everything is available, that you can have it more abundantly, you can experience it, you can enjoy it. That's what Jesus came to give us, a full life that overflows. Hallelujah. So we have to have these kind of thoughts ready uh, in the complex depths of our souls so that when experiences of life assuage us or come against us, we know the right side up. Hallelujah. We are not battered out of direction and our compasses are not uh, gone out of whack and you know we don't know what's going on and we're just confused. That should not be the way. Hallelujah. God's knowledge is clear right here in John 10. And in the 10th verse, another version, the message says, A thief is only there to steal and kill and destroy. I came so they can have life and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. Hallelujah. Praise God. The thief is only here or there to steal and kill and destroy. I came so that they can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. Wow. More and better life than they ever dreamed of. Hallelujah. So here we are being uh, pushed to see the boundaries of our dreams. You know, what we are wishing for, even in dream capacity. Hallelujah. Eternal life better than any life they ever dreamed of. Isn't that interesting? So God is there with that life and he has given it to us and we need to be able to tap into it through the knowledge of God. Otherwise God looked like, uh, you know, both yin and yang. You know, both of the yin yin and yang. Both sides of the coin, the good God and the bad God are the same. That's very strange, but you know, believers 
actually think that way, that God did it. Who can you blame God? And so the devil and his role are not really understood, and it's because of a lack of knowledge, and the knowledge that has gone in and affected us very deeply, including our deep aspirations and dreams. Hallelujah. Those things only come out when we are under pressure. Like the familiar saying that the juice only comes out when the fruit is squeezed. So under pressure, under the circumstances and challenges of life, that's when we really bring out what we believe through our responses. So this knowledge has to go deep into us and affect our inner consciousness, so to speak. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yesterday I was uh, observing uh, in church the children's ministry had a very cute picture of a door and uh, they were carrying it around and it said, Jesus is the door. The tenth verse is what we just read. The ninth verse says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Hallelujah. Praise God. So there we have salvation is already ours. We've come through Jesus into a pasture where it's green and full and lush and it's like a dream come true. Green pastures. Hallelujah. Fullness of God. Nothing missing, nothing broken. So the believer has actually entered into the door, but just imagine he's not able to go and eat what is there. How strange. Experience what has been given to him as he enters through that door. So Some people are just saved and that's it. And so they are destroyed because they do not know the benefits of what God has already done. Hallelujah. And therefore they cannot eat of it. The 11th verse says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Hallelujah. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. So you can see in the mind of God, his people, his sheep are so vital and important. They are worth him giving his life for. Amen. That lifts us up to a place of honor and we see our worth in God's eyes. All of these factors working together help us to see that God has made you worthy to take what he has purchased with his own lifeblood and to enjoy it and have the life that is better than any dream you may have had. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's hear the ninth and also the eleventh verse in Canada, maybe one after the other. Nane Abagalu, Nana Mulakavagi, Avanadaru Praveshi Sidare, Avanu Rakshane Hunduvanu, Idalade Avanu Varage Hugutane, Horage Baru Atane Matu Mevanu Kandukurutane. Nane Ulle Kurubanu, Ulle Kurubanu Kurigarigoskaratana Prana Vanu Kurutane. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Very interesting thoughts there. And so uh, I revel. In that knowledge, I want to know more and more that I am precious and beloved and uh, catered for, cared for, and that comes through the knowledge. And that knowledge has to be um, continually uh, sustained 
Otherwise, in the unguarded moments when you are under attack, you can actually follow suit with everybody else and just throw up your hands and quit. Hallelujah. Even if you do quit, like Peter cried out while walking on water, he looked at the storms and circumstances and began to sink. And he cried out, Lord Jesus, save me. And lo and behold, Jesus stretched out his hand and saved him and brought him out and said, why did you doubt? Praise God. They, these thoughts are, um, you know, kind of strange when you don't see them in context. But thank God we can see them. Hallelujah. Let's go off to the book of Hebrews and notice the 12th chapter. Praise the Lord. God is faithful. Observe that we were looking over the past weeks at uh, certain scriptures that are very thought-provoking. We read the 10th verse of Hebrews 12. For they verily for a few days chasten us after their own pleasure, but he for our profit. Notice that God is constantly actually bothered about our profit, our benefit that we might be partakers of his holiness or that place of being unaffected, where you are higher than any plague, where you are higher than anything that's in this fallen world. Hallelujah. Death cannot affect God. Sickness cannot affect God. He died to sin, the Bible says, once and for all. Hallelujah. So that we can actually be free also forever. Hallelujah. Amen. We don't have to bear any penalty of these things. But it has to be received through instruction, through the word of God. Hallelujah. And he continues there through the 11th. And he says, Now no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. You know, sometimes just plain correction is not Received, You know, while you're correcting, people are talking and defending themselves. Have you seen such a thing? You're trying to explain that this is the way. Uh, and they are like, no, but uh, you know, just to accept that they're ignorant is such a hard thing. Something about us does not want to accept even simple ignorance of, say, the direction to a place or etc., etc., there's this defensive attitude that rises up because somehow, you know, correction must not be accepted as correction. It is not joyous. Hallelujah. It is grievous. So uh, imagine Almighty God trying to correct you. The one who saw you before time began. Who knew everything even before it happened. Who has seen today as though it was already done. And he's saying, this is the way, walk in it. And we're like, no, but, but you know, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a this and that. I'm this great guy. I'm too much, and etc. And he's thinking, here goes another guy. Hallelujah. So uh, his people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And the key to it is being able to accept correction and adjustment and it's going to profit us from the one who has seen everything already. He says, it seemed to be joyous. Uh, it does not seem to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward, it yielded the peaceable fruit of righteousness 
unto them which are exercised thereby. So there you see twofold purpose of it, to not only hear it, but to yield to it and let it train you. So this is supposed to be our training, that we are constantly getting trained in the correct ways of the Lord. Hallelujah. And therefore it yields peaceable fruit. We are supposed to yield to it more and more. How do you yield to it? You just say, forgive me, I messed up. And then you submit to the word again. Hallelujah. And profit is in the mind of God. Profit that we have not even imagined. Profit that's going to outlast everything in this natural realm. Hallelujah. The 12th verse, notice, Wherefore lift up the hands which hang down and the feeble knees. So there is this tendency for his people to give up, for their hands to be drooping and their knees to be feeble also. And therefore the ministry of God and his word and the things of the spirit are to cause our hands to be lifted up again and our knees to be strong so that they are not weak and tottering so that we can walk in the paths that were prepared for us before time began. Amen. So our defensiveness is because of ignorance. We don't know that somebody has seen a path already prepared for us before time began and he's trying to keep us on that path and we think and claim that we know so much meanwhile we're going off on our own and he's trying to get us back. Amen. And we are weak and that is why we do such things. And the knowledge of his word and his spirit makes us strong. He knows that. And that is what we need. Amen. So if someone says, I've never heard the voice of God. I don't know when God speaks. Well, his voice is in his word. We need to get familiar with the word of the good shepherd. Verse 13 continues. And make straight paths for your feet. Lest that which is lame be turned out of the way but let it rather be healed. Amen. Notice that we are the ones who make straight paths for our feet. How we yield to that word, that direction, that correction, helps us to make the path straight. Praise God. We've had a, you know, a thing or two happening in our lives, and we can say for sure that we could see maybe we missed the path here and there. How many of you can bear witness with that? I mean, none of us is perfect. You could tell, oh, looks like I'm on the wrong path. And sometimes even following Google, you know, uh, Amachi, you know, she could lead you off, you know, that voice could send you off somewhere in the middle of nowhere. And you need to be able to retrack and retrace your paths. Amen. So it's part of that earthly life to retrace your footsteps and get back on track. And God is all about it. Amen. So don't equate correction with uh, a total loss and a mess, but rather accept it as profitable direction for the path for which we were created. Amen. Hallelujah. So all strength required to lift up the hands and continue to worship Him and the strong needs to be able to walk in that path is welcome. Hallelujah. All right, let's see if we can hear um, from the 10th verse all the way through the 13th of Hebrews 12, also in Canada.
ಅವರು ನಿಜವಾಗಿಯೂ ಕೆಲವು ದಿವಸಗಳ ಪ್ರಯೋಜನವನ್ನು ಲಕ್ಷ್ಯಕ್ಕೆ ತೆಗೆದುಕೊಂಡು ತಮ್ಮ ಮನಸ್ಸಿಗೆ ತೋರಿದಂತೆ ನಮ್ಮನ್ನು ಶಿಕ್ಷಿಸಿದರು ಆತನಾದರೂ ನಾವು ತನ್ನ ಪರಿಶುದ್ಧತೆಯಲ್ಲಿ ಪಾಲುಗಾರರಾಗಬೇಕೆಂದು ನಮ್ಮ ಪ್ರಯೋಜನಕ್ಕಾಗಿಯೇ ಶಿಕ್ಷಿಸುತ್ತಾನೆ ಯಾವ ಶಿಕ್ಷೆಯಾದರೂ ತತ್ಕಾಲಕ್ಕೆ ಸಂತೋಷಕರವಾಗಿ ತೋಚದೆ ಕ್ರೂರವಾಗಿ ತೋಚುತ್ತದೆ ಆದರೂ ತರುವಾಯ ಅದು ಶಿಕ್ಷೆ ಹೊಂದಿದವರಿಗೆ ಸಮಾಧಾನವುಳ್ಳ ನೀತಿಯ ಫಲವನ್ನು ಕೊಡುತ್ತದೆ ಹೀಗಿರುವುದರಿಂದ ಜೋಲು ಬಿದ್ದ ಕೈಗಳನ್ನು ಬಲಹೀನವಾದ ಮೊಣಕಾಲುಗಳನ್ನು ನೆಟ್ಟಗೆ ಮಾಡಿರಿ ನಿಮ್ಮ ಪಾದಗಳಿಗೆ ನೀಟಾದ ದಾರಿಗಳನ್ನು ಮಾಡಿರಿ ಹೀಗೆ ಮಾಡಿದರೆ ಕುಂಟಕಾಲು ಉಳುಕಿ ಹೋಗದೆ ವಾಸಿಯಾಗುವುದು we were seeing how uh, when solomon said in last week's teaching that i need wisdom to deal with your people to judge your people i believe that touched a chord in god which changed everything and he could see a safety that to which he could add every other benefit and he said solomon would be richer than anyone else before or after he would have things he didn't ask for because he chose to deal properly wisely with god's people i believe that is key to a lot of things for these people that we are dealing with even on the street hallelujah uh, they came from a womb they came uh, and were created in a womb just like you and i were created and they have a purpose but they're just ignorant and uh, we are all at various levels of ignorance hallelujah the life of god the nature of god is in the believer but there has to be a knowledge of it otherwise we can walk in ignorance and so all of us belong to him and he cares for us deeply hallelujah and wants us to get into the paths that were prepared for us before time began hallelujah so there is a vital connection between our life and his people praise god and that is what can make a safety net to receive all the other things that anybody may be going after amen they are all struggling to get other things but it is at the risk of destroying others cheating others that's the enemy's system corn others cheat them kill them remove them so that you can get in quote these benefits and god is like no the key is treat the people properly and collect hallelujah <laughs> very interesting and uh, you know our minds are getting used to it hallelujah because we often think that you know it's a dog eat dog world and you know survival of the fittest and we're in competition with others hallelujah but that's not true there's more than enough in the life of god for all of us heaven is not going to run out of supply just because of you and your needs hallelujah or a couple of hungry people's needs or a whole nation's needs God's goodness and life and provision are more than enough for universes to come. He's the almighty God. That means everything is possible with him. He's limitless in his ability and provision. Hallelujah. So I guess we'll have to come down to some conclusions that it's all about the way we deal with others. And that is what wisdom is all about. And that's where length of days 
riches and honor come from. As we pursue this uh, attitude of dealing with others, particularly his people, all these other things can safely be added unto us. Notice the 14th verse which proceeds right after. It says, follow peace with all men. Follow peace with all men. That involves all men. And holiness. Sometimes we think, you know, if I'm holy, it's good for me. But actually, you know, the holy life, the set-apart life, affects all people. Interesting. And holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. Of course, this is not talking about your eventual destination uh, per se, but it's also talking about uh, revelation and seeing God in the whole picture. You cannot see God in anything unless we are set on peace and a life that is set apart unto God. Looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God. Is it possible to fail of the grace of God? It's possible. And a diligence is required so that we are not in the opposite direction, which is struggling in our own flesh, but availing of the grace of God, that we can multiply and enjoy the multiplied benefits of His grace. Grace can be multiplied, peace can be multiplied through the knowledge of Him, or we can just be struggling in our own strength, looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. Hallelujah. Isn't that interesting that this can happen to any of us, that a root of bitterness can spring up from within us, deeply rooted in us, and it just pop up, and then it just affects not just you alone, but many others. Hallelujah. So you can see you're connected to some other lives all the time. You're connected to his people, you're connected to the world, and that's what it's all about. And that wisdom in being able to handle people, handle all of these thoughts, is what we are talking about. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can uh, read maybe 14 and 15 also in Canada. Illara Sangada Samadana Dindiruvadanu Parishuddate and Nu Anusarisiri Parishuddate Ilade Yavanu Kartan and Nukanu Vadilla Nimali Yavanadaru Devara Krupege Tapi Hoga Danteu Yava Vishavula Beru Nimali Chiguri Kadavala Hutisi Adarinda and Ekaru Ashuddaraga Danteu Praise God. The first thing that happens is you get troubled when you allow this kind of root of bitterness to develop in life, you are troubled. Amen. So, it's good to know that uh, you can trouble yourself. Disturbed, annoyed, <laughs> troubled. Praise God. So, we have to be careful to not allow these deep-rooted things to show up. Hallelujah. Isn't that interesting that they were there? Somehow they entered into the ground of the heart and then they sprang up. Amen. Notice the Amplified. Exercise foresight, this is verse 15, and be on the watch to look after one another to see that no one falls back 
from and fails to secure God's grace. So there is the grace of God, but you know, you can live as though there's no grace. There's no benefit, no inheritance, no ability of God. It's just you, yourself, your ability, your knowledge, your strength, all of that. No empowerment from on high. You're just doing things in your own strength. And guess what happens? It wrecks you. Hallelujah. No one uh, falls back and fails to secure God's grace, His unmerited favor and spiritual blessing, in order that no root of resentment, rancor, bitterness, or hatred, in parenthesis, shoots forth and causes trouble and bitter torment. Trouble and torment. They go together there. Causes trouble and bitter torment, and the many become contaminated and defiled by it. So there you are affecting others also. You are troubled, you are in torment, you are discontent, and it seeps out to others and affects others. Praise God. So you can see that there is a foresight required. He says, it starts by saying, exercise foresight and be on the watch for one another. You can see the problem will be uh, if they encourage this kind of uh, hard feeling in quote, this bitterness, something that ought to be spat out but is swallowed in just to act as though uh, they are supposed to hold on to that hurt. They have a right to hold on to that hurt and uh, nobody can take it away from them. But you can see, if you can, through the word of God, that they are actually going to cause trouble for themselves, and that's going to affect others. Amen? So this is the foresight that we are encouraged to have for ourselves and also for others. And then pray and think and ponder how we can uh, afford a solution from God's word. Amen. Glory to God. Let's see if we can hear 14 and 15 also in Canada once more if we have not heard. Illara Sangada Samadana Dindiruvadanu Parishuddate and Nu Anusarisiri Parishuddate Illade Yavanu Kartana Nukanu Vadilla Nimali Yavanadaru Devara Krupege Tapi Hoga Danteu Yava Vishavulla Beru Nimali Chiguri Kadavala Hutisi Adarinda Anekaru Ashuddaraga Danteu Praise God. Notice when someone is encouraged to let it go. It's all right, let it go, let it go, man. There's a defiant attitude that says, no, I will not let it go. I'll hold on to it. I have a right to hold on to it. Meanwhile, it's troubling you. Isn't that funny? Why is it that we persist in holding on to it? Why is it that we won't let it go? That's part of the fallen nature that's trying to dominate us. We are called to freedom, we're called to grace, we're called to peace. That's the high calling of God that is available to the covenant people. And as we respond and receive the correction and drop the uh, harsh, bitter experience that we are holding on to and not letting go, uh, we are able to actually walk in the path for which we were created enjoy the life which was beyond our dreams 
Hallelujah, which was so overflowing and profuse, it would affect others. Think about it for a minute. Have you noticed how you may say, wow, that guy, he was a great guy. One guy will stand out and affect so many lives. Have you noticed that? That the way they lived, the way they enjoyed God, becomes a a template or an example. Everybody wants to be like that. So you're not living for yourself It's not just about you. Of course, it's about you and then uh, other lives. But you are not just living for yourself. You are troubled and you are defiling many others. Hallelujah. And this is what the wisdom of God caters to. To see that if I yield to the correction and adjustment of God, guess what's going to happen? My cup is going to run over with life overflowing, I walk through the door, not just walk through the door and see the pastures, but actually enjoy the pastures that he purchased for me, hallelujah, for his loving flock, praise God. So we need to begin to uh, reach inside uh, things that have been dumped in our lives over years. The older you are, the more experiences uh, you may have gone through. Sometimes people say, You know, the older you are, the wiser you are. Do you know that's not true? You could be sincerely wrong, and the older you are, the more you do that same wrong thing. Because there is a defiant attitude already there which says, Hey, I'm not a kid. I've been around for some time, and uh, this is the way. Well, it's not the way. If it's God's way, then it's the way. That is the way, that is the truth. Hallelujah. So we need to be able to handle these things very plainly, very clearly, so that we can profit and others who are waiting for that example, who are waiting for the goodness of God in the land of the living, will also profit through our lives. Amen. Praise God. Looks like a lot of reasoning there, but it will help us. Amen. Somebody, say you're getting, somebody says you're getting philosophical. Well, I don't know what the world calls it, but this is life. This is the more abundant life. And it is gained and enjoyed through the knowledge of Him who has called us to glory and virtue. Hallelujah. Let's go back to Second Peter chapter 1 and observe there. Uh, from the third verse, Amplified Version says, For His divine power has bestowed upon us all things that are requisite and suited to life and godliness through the full personal knowledge of Him. I like that. Who called us by and to His own glory, excellence and virtue. That's our call is to be like Him in His glory and excellence, to show forth His excellencies, you know, His virtues. Amen. Called out of darkness, 1 Peter 2, 9 says, uh, into His marvelous light to show forth His virtues, His excellencies. Amen. All of these benefits uh, we enjoy and then show to others. Amen. We are called to be lights. In this world, this crooked, perverse, you know, generation. Hallelujah. But until we ourselves begin to enjoy it and be a partaker of it, 
there's not much we can do to help others either. Praise God. Verse 4 continues, By means of these he has bestowed on us his precious and exceedingly great promises, so that through them you may escape by flight from the moral decay and rottenness and corruption that's in the world. We have lived here long enough and we know that there's nothing really great out there. It is decadent, it is rotten, it's corrupt. That's in the world because of covetousness, lust and greed. How about that for a reason? Because of lust and greed. Desires are fine, but when they become negative is when they have no control. Otherwise, desire is like lust. It's just a deep desire. But there has to be a control over it. What's the control? God's word. God's spirit. Hallelujah. So you can have and enjoy that life. Amen. But then there has to be a a boundary around it, which is the word of God. Thus far. And this is the way it should be. Lust and greed and become sharers, partakers of the divine nature. Praise God. God wants us to enjoy his life, his nature while we are on the earth. And that comes through the knowledge of his precious promises and the boundaries in which they should be enjoyed. Hallelujah. All things are permissible. All things have become lawful. But not all things actually are going to edify and be expedient to life. Praise God. So, um, you know, you could just have everything at your disposal, but not everything is going to edify and build up and be a blessing, really. Hallelujah. So those kind of things begin to come into view. And uh, the clearer you can see through God's instruction and direction, the, the more you can draw the lines and enjoy God in the wisdom and safety of God. Hallelujah. Verse 5 continues, For this very reason, adding to your diligence, or rather adding your diligence to the divine promises. Notice the word diligence keeps coming up. It's, there's work there. You know, some people may think, what, what work do you do? You just read your Bible and pray. Well, that's the work of the Lord, which all of us are called to, by the way. You don't have to use your, in quote, work as an excuse, because that could be destroying things in your life. I have other things to do. I can't just be reading the Bible. Well, keep this in mind, that the benefits of the God-ordained grace and peace are through knowledge of Him and His Word. And you cannot say in compartmentalization that I cannot study, I cannot read my Bible, you know, because I have other things to do. Well, you know, we are here to help, but this is going to not just affect you, but it's going to affect others, his people, purchased with his own blood, called by his name. So there is diligence involved in these matters. For this very reason, adding your diligence to the divine promises, employ every effort in exercising your faith to develop virtue. 
excellence, resolution, Christian energy, that life. And in exercising virtue, develop knowledge. In quotes or in brackets, intelligence. Common sense, which is not so common. That comes from developing in the word of God. Hallelujah. And in exercising knowledge, develop self-control. Praise God. People sometimes talk only about the gifts and the power of God that flow through them. And that's where they stop. But their own life uh, may not be diligently studying and building up on these things. And so, eventually, even though the power of God flows through you, your own personal life may not have the benefits of the divine nature and grace of God. And it affects others. Hallelujah. We should not compartmentalize. You know, I love the power of God. And man, I love to see and read and hear about the glory of God just coming into a place and you don't have to say one word. And things are just happening. And everybody's in reverence. And the power of God is, is flowing and falling all over. Just like it fell in Cornelius' house. Amen. And that's just wonderful. But then, the same Peter in Cornelius' house, notice there that he said, he had such a contention with Paul. Such a deep contention. I think they must have raised their voices and shouted at each other that it was so uh, strong a contention that even Barnabas, who was the pastor of that church, was affected by it. And there was a big division between the Jerusalem church and the Antioch church. These are people who flowed in the power of God. Like, you know, we want to see and read about. But in their lives, they had these things to deal with also, just like you and I. Hallelujah. Notice verse uh, 6. And in exercising knowledge, develop self-control. And in exercising self-control, develop steadfastness, patience, endurance. And in exercising steadfastness, develop godliness and piety. And in exercising godliness, develop brotherly affection. And in exercising brotherly affection, develop Christian love. Hallelujah. Who said this? Peter. Who had the, you know, big contention with Paul? Peter. Peter was not perfect. Paul was not perfect. They had their problems. But this is what they said. How? By the Spirit of God. The word is perfect. The principles, the teachings, the corrections, the wisdom of God is all perfect. Even though the people who are stating them may be, you know, right in the thick of something. Hallelujah. So don't be uh, led astray by various things, but rather focus on the truth of the word. It is the knowledge of his word that delivers us from destruction. My people are destroyed, not because of people, but because of lack of knowledge of the Word of God. Hallelujah. People are powerful, of course, 
bitterness can trouble them and then affect others. But that's one level. Hallelujah. And for those who are looking just at people, that's a very powerful thing. But those of us who have learned a thing or two over the time with the Word, have learned that people have problems, and we can see that it is a weakness, but the Word of God is available for us, and we can focus on the Word and help them, and not be sidetracked by people and their problems. Hallelujah. Verse 8, For these qualities are yours, and increasingly abound in you. They will keep you from being idle, or unfruitful into the full personal knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. For whoever lacks these qualities is blind, spiritually short-sighted, seeing only what is near to him and has become oblivious to the fact that he was cleansed from his old sins. Because of this, brethren, be all the more solicitous and eager to make sure, to ratify, strengthen, make steadfast your calling and election. For if you do these, or if you do this, you will never stumble or fall. That verse never ceases to amaze. That it is possible to live a life where you actually never stumble or fall. Hallelujah. And it thundered. The next verse continues. This is the reception in heaven. Thus there will be richly and abundantly provided for you entry into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That affects your reception on that day. You know, sometimes people say, I can't say whether I'm saved or not until that last day. Believers say such things. That they are constantly having to be, in quote, secure about it. That they are not yet saved. They should live it out. They should walk in it. And then, this is all, you know, lack of knowledge. Here we are called to walk through the door. And then, eat the pastures. Enjoy the life. Be partakers of the divine nature. And then, deal with all of these things. And then, it affects the benefits of that life of salvation. In the way you are received in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Seven steps as we go down the path. Lead us to a great future. A great place of living where you do not stumble or fall. Glory to God. Developing these things is our main program. Hallelujah. Through the knowledge of him. Godliness, brotherly affection. Then brotherly love. And Christian Love. These qualities become ours increasingly and abound. They keep us. They make sure we stand before God with exceeding joy. Hallelujah. <laughs> I need to drink to that. Thank you, Jesus. Let's see if we can hear from, um, from verse 5 to 8. No, yeah, first of all, and then we'll go on. Hallelujah. 
ಇವು ನಿಮ್ಮಲ್ಲಿದ್ದು ಹೆಚ್ಚುತ್ತಾ ಬಂದರೆ ನಮ್ಮ ಕರ್ತನಾದ ಯೇಸು ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನ ಪರಿಜ್ಞಾನದಲ್ಲಿ ನಿಮ್ಮನ್ನು ಬಂಜೇರು ನಿಷ್ಫಲರು ಆಗದಂತೆ ಮಾಡುತ್ತವೆ Notice that if you do these things, you make sure your calling and election is solid. Amen. Otherwise, it's possible to not actually do what you're called to do. You can be sidetracked by these things, the top of which is brotherly love and then love itself. Isn't that interesting? All the temperance and the faith, all of those beneficial things that we use dynamically against God. challenges now climbs up the ladder until you have this thing called brotherly love dealing with the people of god and eventually the love of god dealing with all people hallelujah so that wisdom now gives you length of days riches and honor amen and of course the honor goes into heaven itself praise god notice verse 10 and 11 also in kanada ಆದ್ದರಿಂದ ಸಹೋದರರೇ ನಿಮ್ಮ ಕರೆಯುವಿಕೆಯನ್ನು ಆಯ್ಕೆಯನ್ನು ದೃಢಪಡಿಸಿಕೊಳ್ಳುವುದಕ್ಕೆ ಜಾಗ್ರತೆಯಾಗಿರಿ ಯಾಕಂದರೆ ಇವುಗಳನ್ನು ನೀವು ಮಾಡಿದರೆ ಎಂದಿಗೂ ತಪ್ಪಿ ಹೋಗುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ನಮ್ಮ ಕರ್ತನೂ ರಕ್ಷಕನೂ ಆಗಿರುವ ಯೇಸು ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನ ನಿತ್ಯ ರಾಜ್ಯದಲ್ಲಿ ಪ್ರವೇಶಿಸುವ ಹಾಗೆ ನಿಮಗೆ ಧಾರಾಳವಾಗಿ ಅನುಗ್ರಹಿಸಲ್ಪಡುವುದು he's still lining up his life with the word of god with the plan of god and so it has come upon him so clear so powerfully that he said i want to always remind you of these things notice verse 12 so i intend always to remind you about these things although indeed you know them and are firm in the truth that you know how or rather know now and hold I think it right as long as I'm in this tabernacle in this tent in this body to stir you up by way of remembrance praise god or reminding see that's probably one of the hindrances that we think I know that I've heard that before but that's how you get stirred up to continue in that way by doing it again and peter said I need to stir you up again As long as I'm alive I would like to stir you up and put you in remembrance of the things which you already in quote know. So it's the knowledge of that and the grasp again and again that deep thing that happens inside you through that knowledge that helps us receive the benefits. Not just a casual knowledge and then knowledge to some level but a deep thing that moves you in such a way that your calling is settled your uh, results of that life and calling of god are completed that you know i have finished i have run i have kept and i am ready to go hallelujah otherwise it's so vague nothing is clear you can't see but here is a purposeful clear life that you know i have finished i have done what a place I am now ready. You see, this is how they walked even though they were not perfect. I and mean, this was a fisherman who had uh, some serious temper issues and you know natural impulses. Hallelujah. Who is now becoming this great man of honor? Amen. 
And from there, he has got to this place and he says, as long as I'm in this body, I will, I will make sure I can remind you and stir you up about these things. Verse 13, I think it right, as long as I'm in this tabernacle, in this tent, in this body, to stir you up by way of remembrance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that seems to be our call. To read the same verses, to do the same scriptures, and be stirred up to remember them. Because what is stirred up in your memory is what is going to be your option when you are faced with the challenges. Amen. Since I know that the laying aside of this body of mine will come speedily, as our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me. That's not vague at all. Not you're just on your way and boom, there was an accident and you died. No. There's a level of clarity where you know God said this and this is how I'm going. Isn't that lovely? There's no blindness, no clouding up of the view and the vision. Praise God. A certain clarity is available for all of us. And these things can hinder us from seeing. We are troubled, we are annoyed, we are discontent. And it's affecting and clouding our judgment and being able to tell whether God is speaking to us. Is it the devil? Is it God? Things like that. So we need to work with these things over and over. And nobody's exempted from it. All of us are given the same homework to be diligent about these things. And then we can enjoy that life Go in and enjoy the pastures that he purchased for us. Not just stay at the door and be stuck. But get the full benefits of that life. Praise God. And then see other lives touched, impacted by our life. Peter said, I want to make sure that you are stirred up. That I can affect you as long as I'm in this body. Then he takes it to the next level. And he says in verse 15, Moreover, I will diligently endeavor to see to it that even after my departure. Isn't that interesting? How can you do that? Even after your departure, you see to it that certain things are done. You're not there anymore. How will you make sure that certain things are done? Moreover, I will diligently endeavor to see to it that even after my departure or disease, making it very clear, his death, you may be able at all times to call these things to mind. (laughs) Praise God. Hallelujah. I believe that this is special, you know, forces. This is heaven, Peter. They have something, you know, going there where heaven and Peter are on the same page. They're saying, don't worry, we'll make sure this thing is brought to their mind. That they are reminded of these things. And I believe that's why we're saying it again. Because Peter said, I will make sure that even after my departure, these things are going to be brought to your mind. And that influence and authority and power that he had in God has brought it to us again. To remind us of these things. Hallelujah. And then he takes us to the word. For he says, For we were not following cleverly devised stories when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. But we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. 
grandeur, authority, and sovereign power. He said, we were there. We saw him. And if we want to go by experiences, you cannot compare any experience with the experience they had, is what they're saying. He said, we were there. We saw him transform in in front of us. He just lit up like the sun. His clothing changed. Everything changed. We heard voices. We heard God. We saw clouds. We saw Moses. We saw Elijah. We saw. We were there. We didn't just make this up. Hallelujah. So if you want to see some experiences, he said, we've seen it. Verse 17, for when he was invested with honor and glory from God the Father, and a voice was born to him by the splendid, majestic glory in the bright cloud that overshadowed him, saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased and delight. We actually heard this voice born out of heaven, for we were together with him on the holy mountain, and we have the prophetic word made Firmer still, you do will, or rather you will do well to pay close attention to it. To pay close attention to it as to a lamp shining in a dismal, squalid, dark place. Until the day breaks through, the gloom and the morning star arises, comes to being in your heart. Amen. That is probably what we may need to emphasize a little bit today. That there is a uh, shining that takes place in our hearts from one level of glory to the next level of glory to the next level of glory until we are changed externally from one level to the other. That happens first internally and then it is seen externally. And that is now going to affect more and more people. Hallelujah. Amen. So you can see Peter has brought this to us again by the Spirit of God, by the Word, that we are uh, given that holy privilege. Amen. To study diligently, think about these things, and uh, be moved by God. Amen. Let's see if we can read a verse of Scripture or two. Maybe 16 and... um, all the way to 19 in Canada. Thank you. Namma Kattanada Yesu Kristana Shaktiyannu Atana Pratyakshatiyannu Nimage Tiviyapadisiddarali Chamakkaradinda Kalpisida Kathigalannu Navu Anusari Suvavaragiralilla Atana Mahattannu Kannare Kandavaragiyay Tiviyapadisidivu Itanu Priyanagi Ruva Nanna Maganu Itanannu Nanu Mechiddene Emba Dvaniyu Ganavada Prabhavadinda Atanige Untadadarali Atanu Tandeyada Devarinda Gauravavannu Mahimeyannu Hundidan Allave Navu Parishuddha Parvatada Mele Atana Sangada Iddaga Akashadinda Banda A Dvaniyannu Nave Kedidivu Namagu Bahu Drudavada Pravadaneya Vakyavu Iruttade Adinavu Bedaguva Varege Udaya Nakshatravu Nimma Rudaya Gadali Muruva Tanaka Adanu Kataleyada Staladali Prakashi Suva Deepa Vendenisi Adakya Nivu Lakshakuduvadu Vuledu Glory to God. So you can see again that those virtues, those characters, those benefits, those qualities have to be developed and made to abound. Notice here Verse 8 of 2 Peter 1, 
back in King James, he says, For if these things be in you and abound. So they've come to a place of saying, okay, it's there, but it has to abound. It has to move to the place of overflow. They make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So you can see the knowledge coming into that place again. And through the knowledge, you receive all of these benefits. Amen. Hallelujah. Not barren, not unfruitful. Then those that lack such things, verse 9 continues, they cannot see. They are blind. They cannot see afar off. They cannot see the future, in quote. They cannot see the hope. They cannot see, you know, what's going to happen to their life. Now, forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. They're still aware of, in quote, old nature. Their old ways. Hallelujah. We are supposed to be more and more aware of the new person that we are. And forgetting the old person. Amen. Not haunted by our old life again and again. Praise God. Mr. D may bring it up, but we need to stand strong and refuse it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Wherefore, the rather brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. If you do these things, you shall never fall. Now, is he talking to ministers of the gospel only? I don't think so. He's talking to brethren. He's talking to all. That each one has a calling. Each one has an election, a reason why God saw before time began and a purpose for which they should live. And with diligence, if they got these things from the word and meditated and let them overflow in their lives, they would make their calling and election guaranteed. Hallelujah. So don't compartmentalize it and say, no, this is for guys who are, that's their full-time job. Not for me, I'm just, you know, ordinary Christian brother, so-and-so. No, no, no. <laughs> it's all about handling believers, handling his people. And the way we are offended, affected, bitter, the things that happen in our lives, if we don't deal with them, they affect his people. And it affects the ultimate result, which is fullness of life, life, more abundantly, length of days, that's another benefit, riches and honor. Praise God. So, um, you know, you may look at wisdom and say, mm, it sounds so mamby-pamby, sounds so goody-goody. I want some practical strategies to corner the market. Yeah, that's all good. You can corner the market all you want. And still not fulfill your purpose in God. Ten steps to cornering the worldwide market. Apostle blah, blah, blah. And print your book and they go, oh, Apostle so and so wrote it. Fifteen steps to amassing wealth in the last days. You know, blah, blah, blah. Apostle blabity blab. You can amass everything any other way you want, but if it's not going to affect your life to a place where you are so free from bitter struggles, pollutions, that 
you held on to with all of your might, your right, you are really not fulfilling the, the direction of God. Hallelujah. Nothing wrong with those books. Amen. But, um, you know, now I, I'm careful. Hallelujah. Praise God. I was uh, recently remembering about a very, uh, very, very influential person in the world, one of the largest leaders in, in ministry in the world at one time, went to be with the Lord, you know, past 80. Praise God, you know, and then um, it seems he got caught up in some kind of scandal and, you know, financial stuff and, um, you know, all of that. And you wonder, is it true or not? Praise God. Only God knows. I don't know. But, um, you know, the devil is not on a vacation. He's always looking for a way to mar your life and testimony. Praise God. Even posthumously, after you die, he wants to make sure your name is not remembered in anything good. So, Peter said, after I pass on, I will make sure you remember God's word. (laughs) They can mess with your name. You may have lived faithfully on the earth, but they just put something up in your life, messed you up at the very last end of it, and then people may got highly sidetracked and just quit on everything, all your books, all your teachings. Praise God. But you should be bothered about the word rather than you and your uh, fallibility. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) Amen. Praise God. Maybe that affected me quite a bit, but I was deeply concerned. That even in his last moments, this is a person who raised his son from the dead who affected many lives across the world. Praise God. But they just managed to plaster something on him in the very end of his ministry. And it hurt me, you know, to some degree. But then, if you are not well anchored in God and his word, you can just be off. And you could just backslide and just say, forget it, man. These are the greatest people on the earth, in quote, and look at them. I hope you're understanding what we're saying here. So let's get our focus back on the diligence in the Word. Your life, your connection with God, your life in the Word, and how it's going to affect others. We must be able to take away from all of these certain examples, certain truths that we are affecting others. Hallelujah. Consciously or unconsciously. Praise God. Hallelujah. Recently I was able to Uh, get some correspondence with uh, somebody that I had not seen or heard from in maybe 15 years. Just like that. They came to church sometime. They were there. And then they said, we were blessed. And so we just wanted you to know that. Hallelujah. See, this is how it goes. People unconsciously or consciously are being affected by your life. And it'll just pop up. Amen. So let's look at the positive side. But let's also be aware of the negative aspects. And you know make it tweak, adjust things. So that 
you know, we do not help others to fall and fail. Praise God. Let's guide them back to the word which is incorruptible seed. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's hear verse uh, 9 and 10 also in Kannada. Praise God. Let's go to Titus chapter 1. This is talking about uh, people who are going to eventually be chosen for ministry, that there is a list of uh, checks, you know, Verse 7, a bishop must be blameless as the steward of God. Notice, not self-willed, not soon angry, not given to wine, no striker, not given to filthy lucre, but a lover of hospitality, a lover of good men, sober, just, holy, temperate. There's actually a checklist like that. Holding fast the faithful word. That's what we want to pick up. Holding fast the faithful word. Amen. That's what we should be bothered about. The faithful word. Hold on to that. Lift it up in your life. Holding forth the word of life. Hallelujah. Holding fast the faithful word. As he has been taught. Notice that it must be taught. You can only hold up what you've been taught. You can only hold fast to that which you've been taught. So these things have to be taught. And then they will be held up. And they will be held fast. As he has been taught that he may be able by sound doctrine, both to exhort, to convince the gainsayers. There's always somebody who's trying to resist and gainsay and stand against and you know, actually trap themselves. But you must be long-suffering and still endure and continue teaching even though people cannot listen or endure sound doctrine as in the last days. They will not want to hear certain things. They will prefer to hear other things. They will heap up to themselves teachers having itching ears. They will have a list of what they want to hear. But we must endure Realizing that they are actually hindering themselves, resisting themselves. And then they are trapped by the enemy, as we saw in Timothy. And at his whim, at, at his beck and call. They are speaking against themselves. They are contradicting themselves. They are opposing themselves. That's what gainsay means in the original. Verse 10, for there are many unruly and vain talkers. Many. Not few. So there's a lot of stuff going on out there. And deceivers, especially of the circumcision. Back in his day, that was the challenge. That this is new stuff. The old stuff is law, legalism. Amen. They carried it to the next level. They said you must be circumcised. Otherwise you're not saved. I mean, just to come in through the door was a big headache. Today, we are Gentiles, not like everybody else, saved Gentiles, covenanted. We are now his sons. 
We are saved. Thank God for that. But there are many things out there to deceive and cheat us, to uh, hinder us from fulfilling our call and purpose in God. So we don't get the full benefit. So we don't have that abundant entry when we meet Jesus face to face. Whose mouths must be stopped? Who subvert whole houses, teaching things which they ought not for filthy lucre's sake? Did you know that legalism can make you rich? Isn't that funny? Praise God. Not the grace of God. Legalism can make you rich. And you can, you know, uh, impose laws and rules just because you want to be rich or, you know, get rich of others. Hallelujah. Verse 12. One of themselves, even a prophet of their own, said, The Christians are always liars, evil beasts, slow bellies. A prophet of the Christians, Crete, the island of Crete, a Greek island, he said, Christian people, they have this problem. They are always liars. What? Evil beasts, slow bellies, lazy people. And then in 13 he says, This witness is true, wherefore rebuke them sharply, that they may be sound in the faith not giving heed to Jewish fables, commandments of men that turn from the truth. Unto the pure, all things are pure. But unto them that are defiled and unbelieving, is nothing pure. Even their mind and conscience is defiled. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? So here we go. You can actually be forced into legal, external rules and regulations and actually miss the whole point of God, which is your own life is clean, your own thinking is free, and therefore everything is free. Everything is clear. To the pure, all things are pure. Hallelujah. But to those who are unbelieving by how much faith I have, praise God, Uh, I will be able to standardize my life. I'll be able to uh, clarify my life. Hallelujah. Amen. So this is my target, to love God's people, treat them right, and then God can safely do whatever He wants to do in my life. And it is a progressive thing. I'm going from glory to glory. One time I was challenged about that 13th verse. Somebody said, Uh, not the 13th, rather, the 12th. Somebody said, no, he was not saying that uh, the Christians are liars. He was not saying that this is true. But I said, he said it's true. And this guy left the church because I continued to emphasize that Paul said this is true, that the Christians have this problem. This is true. Can you see that? So maybe there are, you know, different types of uh, family types where they have a certain problem. Laziness, gluttony, this and that. And we have to distance ourselves from it in our new life. Amen. Amen. And uh, they may require some sharp 
treatment also from the word of God. We may have to become harsh with ourselves, realizing that that way is not right. Hallelujah. And we must be able to see it clearly and say, man, we have this baggage in our family. We have this kind of problem. And we need to deal with it. Hallelujah. And that now affects others. So for this to happen, we may have to dump some bitterness. We may be able to call on the grace of God in greater measures, see things more clearly, and enjoy God more. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can uh, thank God and go on. Hallelujah. We give you praise. We give you thanks. Blessed be your holy name. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. No matter what backgrounds we're from, no matter what we've been through, dear Lord, help us to look clearly at the word and see that our life is getting better. It is a work in progress. That bitterness will not trouble us and defile many others. That even though we have a right to hold on to certain things, we can let it go. That we don't have to hold on to things that are affecting our progress and our fulfillment in God. That we can release ourselves to fulfill the plan of God for our lives. Enjoy life to the full till it overflows. Give us this knowledge. Give us this understanding to handle the people of God properly. To handle people properly. For that is wisdom that is required, O Lord. And that is your kind of wisdom. That is what you favor. Hallelujah. To that kind of wisdom you can add everything else. We worship you for understanding how precious people are in your eyes. From our hearts, from our deep recesses, in our deep thoughts. Help us to deal with these issues so that we and others are not defiled. We and ours are not uh, troubled. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We invite you to help us see clearly, to fulfill the purpose for which we were brought to this planet. We worship you. 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 We give you thanks for incorruptible seed, the word of God. That our paths are getting brighter and brighter until the perfect day. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I speak to bitterness in the name of Jesus from the very root. I command you to be uprooted in the lives of people today. No matter how much pain is associated with that in the name of Jesus. It has no more power over your people. Lord, in Jesus' name, that the bitter roots are uprooted, taken out in Jesus' name, that lives are free to see the purpose of God. Thank you for helping us. Thank you for bringing us up to remember these things again and again. We worship you for the day we will stand before you. Hallelujah. Fulfilled in God, the abundant entrance into your kingdom, that we may live it out, Father. We thank you. We worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God is faithful. These are um, holy desires. These are the right kinds of desires. 
And God will help us to live it out. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you'd like to give, this is a great opportunity. We can do so in Jesus' name. God is faithful. Sounds like a mouthful, but start meditating on it. Start thinking about it. You will enjoy the benefits. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. You are blessed. Amen.